Hello and welcome to the Alternative Podcast. Today we begin a series on the future of work. The future of work. A lot of people have reached out to us to ask of our opinions. What do we think with what is going on globally with this COVID-19 pandemic? And we have, you know, taken our time to do a lot of research, taking our time to listen to people who are more experienced to put up a series as rich as this. So I want to encourage you not to miss any of the episodes in this series. I want you to follow through on them as this series is going to last um, through five other episodes. And I believe that you will have 18 or two to gain. It is essential that we try as much as possible to encourage our entrepreneurs across the globe to help them stay focused to create more jobs and build better economies for our world and of course you know it is essential that we have thriving and profitable businesses within and around our economy i also want us to understand that business leaders today are rightly focused on the huge business opportunity challenges posed by COVID-19. First and foremost, they must ensure that employees are as safe as possible, securing financial sustainability, assessing the resilience of supply chain and reinforcing crucial systems to support unprecedented levels of remote working and online trading while withstanding an upsurge in cyber attacks. Welcome to this new episode as we consider the topic, how to plan your, your company's future during the pandemic. Unsurprisingly, the organizations that were furthest down the digital transformation journey before COVID-19 struck are tending to adapt to the crisis better than their peers. Their businesses or their business models and working processes meant that they were able to pivot more rapidly or accelerate changes already on the way. The businesses that lack a robust digital backbone or an online presence have struggled, as have those exposed to high street retail, transportation, energy, and tourism sector. Meanwhile, software companies providing collaboration tools, software as a service and cloud capacity are seeing high levels of demand to meet rapidly changing customer and business behavior. However, businesses, no matter how digitalized, need to try and look beyond the immediate business continuity or liquidity issues caused by the pandemic. As more focus turns to the loosening of restrictions in place by governments, we should all be thinking about what the future may look like. Now, what lessons should we take from this pandemic to prepare for the new normal following COVID-19? How can we enable our organizations to thrive in a post-crisis world? Perhaps we can start by thinking about these four crucial things. Number one, devise a lockdown exit strategy. Devise a lockdown exit strategy. Many national economies are experiencing large drops in GDP. Hence, governments are thinking seriously about lockdown exit strategies that will allow them to reboot economies while minimizing the threats to human lives. 
Similarly, businesses will need to figure out how to how they restart their operations while continuing to, par- to prioritize the well-being of their staff and dealing with the aftermath of lockdown and its immediate implications. This will require them to consider if and how staff return to offices or visit customer sites while maintaining social distancing protocols. Few businesses, if any, will return to the same working or customer service practices they enjoyed only six months ago, with short-term impacts to productivity, costs, and employee morale. They may need to introduce greater agility and flexibility into into their supply chain so that they can switch to new suppliers if necessary. Number two, consider the changing role of the state. Consider the changing role of the state. The crisis has had the effect of dramatically expanding the states in many markets as governments have implemented strict rules to save lives and unveil massive stimulus packages to save jobs and businesses. These measures have come at a huge economic and social cost, which is why many governments will focus will be focused on ensuring that their countries won't have a shutdown to the same extent should another pandemic strike again in the future. Following the financial crisis 10 years ago, governments around the world introduced more than 15,000 pieces of new legislations to strengthen the global financial system. You need to think about how new regulation may impact your organization's business model and factor that into your strategy going forward. Rather than invite a coordinated global response, the common threats of the pandemic has created more division and in some cases, intensified competition. Going forward, we are likely to see greater regulation, potentially in areas such as employment rights, accessibility of data, and the cash and liquidity buffers held by large businesses. We will likely see a rapid acceleration towards e-government, the digitalization of healthcare, and role of states in its universal provision. With a dramatic fiscal intervention by the state in supporting impacted workers and businesses, it seems inevitable that we will see short-term nationalization in some industries as well as direct state intervention in newly designated industries of strategic importance. We should also prepare for changes to the taxation system as governments look to recoup some of their recent outlay and rebalance the books in the medium term. Number three, use technology to augment not replace people use technology to augment not replace people technology has enabled us to rethink the way the ways in which we perform fundamental activities during this crisis i mean stock exchanges are still operating even though their physical trading floors are closed the uk has established a virtual parliament contact centers around the world are switching to remote ways of working 
with some making use of artificial intelligence to maintain expected levels of customer service. While we have a long, while we have long had a strong culture of flexibility and remote working at some places, a lot of people, like for example, at EY, they flexed further and have over 300,000 people across 150 countries working from home. These developments are impressive, but many of the technologies and tools in which we are all having a crash course in, such as Microsoft Teams or Zoom, have the ability to enable us to do far more. Many businesses' default positions are to use technology to replace rather than to integrate with the workforce. This period is an opportunity for business leaders to explore how we can make greater use of technology to augment people so that we achieve productivity gains, increase the working lives of our employees, deliver better products and services to our customers, and help drive higher economic growth. Number four, embrace the cultural and behavioral shifts that COVID-19 introduced. I can't emphasize this enough. Embrace the cultural and behavioral shifts that COVID-19 introduced. For many, for many, the global pandemic exposes weaknesses and rendered many traditional strengths irrelevant. Technology has been the common denominator for most organizations' resilience amid the crisis. It has also helped drive significant cultural shifts because as people working from home and connecting with colleagues via video conferencing platforms and collaboration tools, while online sales and services were already growing rapidly in many countries, the pandemic has catapulted online retail into overdrive. More than just food and home remedies, demand for services ranging from training courses and entertainment have all increased. Organizations have, organizations have a valuable opportunity to capitalize on the significant behavioral and cultural shift of the past few weeks so that they carry across into a non-COVID-19 world. This might mean developing omni-channel businesses models that combine digital and face-to-face offerings. The move to shift infrastructure from traditional data systems to the cloud or a mix of on-premises and cloud computing is already growing signs of acceleration. Many businesses are already rethinking how to introduce greater visualization into many aspects of the business, such as learning while also planning at far higher levels of remote working than before, with a knock-on impact on the real estate and carbon footprints of the businesses. Now, although the majority of countries and businesses are still very much in the crisis management phase of COVID-19, some businesses are already exploring how they can set themselves up on the right trajectory for growth as they come out this other side of COVID-19. While prioritizing the well-being of staff and business continuity, 
They are reviewing whether the strategies remain fit for purpose. This entails considering which course corrections they need to make given technological advances, evolving customer and employee behavior, the need for organizational agility and supply chain resilience, and the expanded role of the states. Now, I'm going to say this to bring to an end this episode. The world is still in chaos right now. What's more, this chaos has sparked a major social, economic, and technological transformation that is playing out before our eyes. Clearly, we won't reverse back to our old ways of living, working, or doing business once the worst of this crisis has passed. Tomorrow is certain to be very different, which is why we must start reframing the future today. I want to thank you for your time and I sure believe and hope that you have gained a 10 on 2 from today's episode. Feel free to share our podcast, use the like button, like and subscribe to our podcast, share with your communities online through the Facebook, Twitter handle or Instagram. I want you to know as entrepreneurs the power to reshape the world after COVID-19 pandemic is in our hands. This is not the time to give up. This is not the time to to cry. This is the time to step up our game. A lot and lot of families, a lot of economies are depending on you and I to survive. We can do the needful. Thank you for your time and God bless you. See you on the next episode of the Future of Works. Thank you.